The Weekly Review, it's the Weekly Review, it's a spooky episode of the <laughs> Weekly Review. <laughs> That's right, it's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives, whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you have not done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so um, when you finish listening, or again, feel free to do it while you're listening. We won't know, and we approve. I'm Jean McDonald, and I am here with my good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. James, how are you today, and have you done your weekly review? Hi, Jean. I'm doing pretty well today, and... Um, yeah, I think we can say I did my weekly review. Good. That's what we want to say. <laughs> That's, I, I accept that. Um, I have done my weekly meow and, uh, you know, I'm getting pretty good at that now. So we can move on to the next segment of our podcast, the weekly to do. The weekly to do, yeah, the weekly to do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to do. Yay. Yay. I want to call it the weekly to boo. <laughs> but we actually have real to do's in this list. And then That's true. We'll move on to something more fun and um, seasonally related. James, what was your weekly to-do and how'd that go? I was to schedule uh, uh, going into for some lab tests and some like my flu shot, my booster shot. And so I did that. So hooray. My weekly to-do was uh, to place another order for I don't know why, what the category of this delivered food is. There must be a name for it. Food, prepared food delivered to your door that you can um, heat up at home and not cook. And I have not done that. Um, maybe by the time I do it, I will know the name of this this product category. So I'm going to roll it over until next week. And I will definitely have it done by then. Um, because I don't want any more popcorn dinners is what I <laughs> You mentioned that also last, last episode, popcorn dinners, and you always, I always finish recording and want to have popcorn. I'm like that about certain foods. Um, popcorn, definitely, if I'm going to the movies, I, even if I don't always eat it, I always think about having some popcorn. But... If anybody ever mentions the P-I-Z-Z-A word, I have to eat it as soon as possible. <laughs> so I, re I relate to that susceptibility. Um, that that P-I-Z-Z-A word is sometimes torturous for me because then I want it, but I'm very particular about my P-I-Z-Z-A, and usually <laughs> what's available generally is not very tasty to me. So no. I want something that I can't even have, which is worse. Oh. Than, but anyway. 
Um, yeah. Well, anyway, we are publishing this episode. It's it's the end of October, and um, everybody knows what the last day of October means, right, James? That's right. It's the spooky time of year. Yes. <laughs> so yes, we want to we want to talk about some weekly taboos, um, and specifically, uh, James, you you wanted to talk about Halloween and any Halloween hacks or tips, and I am also happy to talk about Halloween, um, but uh, as I uh, told you in the pre-show, I'm a Halloween curmudgeon, so my tips might might be kind of cranky. <laughs> <laughs> but what about you, James? What do you do at Halloween? Normally, well, it depends on the year, um, mm-hmm. but I tend to do my Halloween early. Um, mm-hmm. So the last few years at Disneyland, they have uh, at Disney California Adventure, they have a, a special kind of Halloween party. They run multiple times called the Oogie Boogie Bash, Oogie Boogie being from the Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and so usually I end up going to one of those, um, but the pricing of it increases as you get closer to Halloween. So I usually Ooh. end up going like in mid November, mid September. Um, oh. So by the time <laughs> Halloween rolls around, I'm like I'm done with Halloween. Um, <laughs> it's also the case. Um, my sister um, in New Jersey, most years uh, she stopped for the pandemic, but she does a uh, a pretty epic Halloween party um, oh. every year. Um, but that also, she doesn't do it on Halloween. It's usually a week or two before. So inevitably, by the time October 31st rolls around, one way or another, I like to me, Halloween's already over because I've done my Halloween events. <laughs> um, so then Halloween night, usually I'm just at home, uh, you know, answering the door and handing out, handing out candy. Um, but mm-hmm. even that... The last few years, even before the pandemic, it seems like less and less people are out door-to-door trick-or-treating in my neighborhood. I think that's the case where I live, too. I don't have a house now, so I don't expect trick-or-treaters in the hallway of a secure apartment building. (laughs) But (laughs) who knows? I have a Halloween wrinkle because my brother's birthday is Halloween. Ah. And so I usually never home because I'm usually doing something with my brother and, you know, something for his birthday. And I, to me, that's the happiest thing about Halloween is that my brother was born on that day. And I remember it because I had been trick-or-treating with my sisters and, uh, you know, came home, went to bed, and my father... uh, came into the bedroom where the three of us were sleeping together, which was, I realized, like, in retrospect, that my parents had moved us all into one room so that they could have the crib and the baby on its own. And uh, that was back in the day when there was no gender reveal parties and no, um, you know, tests or sonograms. We didn't know what we were getting. And when my brother was born, my father said, like, you know, 
say a prayer for your new brother. And me being the smart aleck that I am, sometimes I said, or sister. And my father said, no, it's a brother. Like, that's how that's how my father likes to play things low key, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, and I remember I was seven years old. I was super happy to have a brother. So, Halloween is wonderful, except for all the Halloween stuff, which I have grown to hate, I have to say. Um, so my tip is, you know, don't forget to turn off your lights um, and turn off your porch light so no kids come to your door. Because <laughs> if you're out, even if you're in, you know, you can still pretend to be out. Um, and uh, I think my biggest gripe with Halloween is that there's so many horror movies and horror TV shows on. And it feels like it, it pushes out all the other genres for well over a month. That is also because horror is not my favorite genre by any stretch of the imagination. Um, mm-hmm. I can just watch a trailer for a horror movie and have nightmares. So yeah. I really don't need the whole movie. Um, so... Um, so yeah, that's the other thing I find is that watching uh, all the horror movies show up for one month and it's just horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I went to the movies the last time, um, I went to see uh, the 3,000 Years of Longing um, movie about the genie and the professor. And... There was like 10 horror movie trailers beforehand, and I got nervous. I thought, wait, I thought I was coming to a movie that was not a horror movie. <laughs> and boy, those trailers, yep, they were nightmare uh, material. So, But I yeah. think some of the tips would be to possibly find a couple of like – Halloween-related things that you don't mind so much or that you kind of like. Mm-hmm. So one thing I did was I, I did watch some old-school, like really old-school classic monster movies. Yeah. Like, you know, Frankenstein and Dracula with Bela Lugosi or um, where those, they're so, they're, they're completely tame by today's standards. Yeah. And kind of enjoyable to watch. Um but in watching a couple of old um, Frankenstein movies, um, mm-hmm. it really made me appreciate Young Frankenstein, the Mel Brooks oh, yeah. comedy <laughs> I classic. Um, I love that. Movie. All the more because even like as funny as a, as Young Frankenstein is, and I think mm-hmm. it holds up really well. Um, all these years later, it's still a favorite. Um, it also. It's a really good Frankenstein movie. Like it, it has all the same themes. It has all like it's it's a parody, clearly. But it also, I think they even found the old equipment that they used in the original movies was somebody found it in a warehouse somewhere. So he got to use, um, like all this old equipment stuff. You know, so um. It's actually, you know, a great Halloween movie, even if you're not into big horror stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, being a Disney person, folks seem to really love The Nightmare Before Christmas, um, mm-hmm. that movie. And um, I do usually watch that at Halloween time because 
it's you know it has some you know creepy visual images here and there but um mm-hmm. all in all it's a, actually it's a pretty sweet you know the story itself is actually a very sweet story i have never seen it i know like i'm, I'm one of the few people i know who has not seen it but i think it it just stops me with the nightmare aspect <laughs> you know the, in the title and I have heard, you know, that it's really good and it's sort of, it's on my list to, you know, eventually break down and watch it, but I haven't yet. Um, it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I, I'll probably put it on sometime between now and Halloween. My brother has like, you know, a, a small list of like his all time favorite films, which, I have seen because he's like, you know, you got to see this film. So they're, they're not my list of all time favorites, but some of them I really do like. Um, one that I could take or leave, but I have seen it and is playing on the night before Halloween is Lost Boys. Um, oh, yeah. That wasn't, that was okay. I remember yeah. seeing that. Yeah. I think, um, Anyway, I said that's when I saw it was coming to my favorite uh, local theater. I said, "How about we do Birthday Eve?" Because we never get to do his birthday now because he has his own kid. Oh, so and- <laughs> yes, that's, so that's it's taken up by trick or treating. I'm sure. Or yes. Whatever other Halloween activities yeah. there are, trick or treating for sure, and you know costumes and whatever. So. So, yeah, we don't get to blow off trick-or-treating like we used to when we were, you know, child-free adults, um, you know, that could do whatever they wanted when they wanted to. <laughs> um, so, anyway, yeah, Lost Boys for Birthday Eve, that's the plan. I'll be okay with that. I have seen it before. Also... I'm kind of okay with vampires because I have seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer multiple times, the whole series. So, But I don't seek out new vampires. <laughs> I like Buffy, but I don't go around thinking, hmm, there's a slot free in my Your TV vampire watching. watching. <laughs> That's, I, I, I also don't particularly get into vampire shows or movies even though there have been many many of them um or zombies i'm not i hate zombies i'm not going there i've never watched any like it for me there's no appeal like i just like what's right what why why what's interesting here um when and sometimes it feels like what part of being a human being am I missing? Like, <laughs> how's that switch? Because so many people get into these things. Yeah. That it, you know, obviously it's like it connects with something. I'm like, what What piece is missing that that doesn't really do anything for me at all? Yeah. Um, or am I just looking at it wrong, right? Like, could somebody explain to me what you, like, how... Why this well, that's is... it. Yeah, that's Which... interesting because the um, the film series that I've been going to classes in, they have um, this month had um, horror films for scaredy cats. Ah, uh, and I 
unfortunately, conflict it with a regular TV night I have with my family. But I would have taken that because, yes, when people explain to me something, I can start to appreciate it. It's, it's the same with music, you know, like I never thought I liked heavy metal or you know, punk rock even. But then if I've seen a documentary or whatever, and I start to learn to appreciate it, um, I don't know. The horror films, um, I forgot. Oh, it's going to wrap up with Scooby-Doo, the, the live action Scooby-Doo. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen that, or is that too scary for you? Um, no, I think I have. <laughs> is that the one with... Uh... With Buffy the Vampire Slayer, or uh, yes, yes, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Sarah Michelle yep. Gellar. Yes, I have. Uh, I have um, seen that movie. Yeah, and um, so they're going to watch that. So that, um, well, unfortunately, I, I'm not taking the class. But they did say, you know, at the end of the class, we'll 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 see. We'll take a vote if anybody wants to go see a real horror movie. <laughs> we'll plan. And go to one as a class. And I thought, oh, that's nice. But then as you say, like, do I really need this in my life? <laughs> gotcha, that's true. But this is, you know, this gets back to Halloween and what I just, I don't get it. It's like, why do you want to put skeletons in your front yard? Like, why do you want to put all these like ghouly, ghoulish and, you know, gory oriented stuff all over the place? Like it it doesn't scare me, scare me. It just makes me go like, yeah. Oh, so. and I do need to mention the best Halloween movie of all. Yeah. Coco, which is oh, about yeah. the Ofrenda and the Day of the Dead, which is, that's the day after Halloween, right? Um, yeah. So, but Halloween season, um, yeah. where I found that... Um, the movie explained that uh, that tradition so incredibly mm-hmm. well, and mm-hmm. uh, definitely made me see uh, see things differently. Um, so that's that's definitely a, a movie for the season that uh, I enjoy very much. Um, yeah, because it's not about horror at all; it's about um, you know, remembering and respecting loved ones who have passed on. Um, yeah. And that is just, it's a beautiful uh, tradition. It's a beautiful thought and what have you. So, um, yeah, let we, that's. Uh, I like, I liked Coco. I, I did not go see it when it was first released. And I think it's because. Of all the skeletons, right? Um, but I did when well when you went as well. We went to Mexico for the release notes conference uh, to Cancun, and on the plane, I was like, I have to watch Coco already. Like so, I did, and I, I I'm crying on the plane, <laughs> getting going to Mexico. <laughs> so it, it had its intended effect on me. So it's a good point. Yes. Yeah, so that that would be a seasonal movie that i like a great deal that it's not about being scared of things and it's not about um and even the skeletons aren't meant to be scary um Mm -mm. just representative of of death um but uh yeah so maybe 
that's a good thing for us to end on. Sounds like a good uh, good last tip for the season, Coco. Um, well, do you have anything else you might want to say besides get off my lawn, kids? <laughs> <laughs> no candy here. I know, I'm terrible. I am the crankiest Halloween person. Um, no, I don't want to say anything. I hope everybody gets all the candy that they want. Um, yes. So. May you get all Snicker bars and not too many Mary Janes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, you'd go to a house, you'd get one of those, you'd be like, oh, man. Um, but the Snicker bar, that is... At least to me, the gold standard of Halloween candy. <laughs> you know, much better than a Three Musketeers. I, I agree with you there, but the, the platinum standard is the peanut butter cup. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, but neither the Snickers nor the peanut butter cup is great if you have a peanut allergy. Um <laughs> That is not a good That's thing That's probably at all. why people, uh, not as many people maybe give them out anymore. It could very well be. Um, well, in that case, it's time to wrap up this episode so we can get back to uh, loving or not loving Halloween. Um, you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm, on micro.blog, and Twitter we are at the, wait, is it my week? No, this is your week. Oops. <laughs> Boo. Boo, James. Because <laughs> oh, it's Halloween, I really, I think I just I abdicated my hosting responsibilities to you. Oh, James, I did remember I was going to record this. I mean, I'm sorry, I did remember I was hosting and will be editing. And so now I will just, uh, I will, I will redo what you just did. Um, reversing our roles. Yeah, I think that is a good uh, place to wrap things up with Coco. Um, unless you have anything else you want to add, James. Uh, no, I think that's uh, good for this episode. <laughs> um, no favorite Halloween treats? No. What do you want the, your neighbors who are listening to this, I'm sure, uh, to have? Oh, um, well, Snickers bars are my favorite. Yeah, mine are Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, yes, I like those too. Um, mm. uh, we ne neither one of us have a peanut allergy, apparently. So I hope our listeners get all the Halloween candy, have the best costumes, and have the coolest lawns with all the cool decorations. Um, that's I right. I don't want that, but I appreciate that it's fun. And may all the horror in your life be fictional. Yes. Great. That is a good one, James. And yeah, so listeners, if you want to share any of your Halloween stories with us, um, let us know. We You can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm, on micro.blog and Twitter. We are at The Weekly Review. Or email us at sayhello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would be great if you would rate or review this podcast, unless you're feeling in a horror point, of, a horror genre frame of mind, then please just skip it and wait until you're in a happy frame of mind to give us five stars. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done. And still enjoy a bit 
organizational fun. There's a lot of things you gotta do. You'll think about them all in the weekly review. The weekly review, yeah, the weekly review. Sitting down, it's all come.